Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Money is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. And that's by P.T. Barnum of The Circus. So thank you again, or thank you for the first time for tuning in to The Profitable Photographer. You can find this episode on YouTube if you're listening, or you can uh, watch it. I'm sorry, you can watch me on YouTube, and I'm having a good hair day, so I recommend it, or you can listen on all the podcasts, and there's 220-some others, so if you like this, you know, just tune in to other stuff, because I have a lot of great guests, and you can find out more about me and my coaching, or send me a message, or you can uh, book a 20-minute call at lucydumascoaching.com, and it's always Lucy with an I. I changed it when I was 12 because it was a Y and it didn't fit me. So little known fact. Okay, so what's on my heart today is money and not the inner workings of our fear of money or some of the other concerns, but more practical. Now, There's a great book called Overcoming Under-Earning if you want to learn more about your money blocks and things, but that's not this show. And this is going to be 15 or 20 minutes just talking some practical things. So starting any business with zero money and expecting to pay to build a business using only money from the business is a way to not be successful. Even a lemonade stand needs lemons, water, a table, cups, some way to communicate pricing. So that could be labor, that could be a sign, or both. Sugar, and needs some form of marketing. Now, if it's a lemonade stand in the front yard, the marketing is visual, but you could could do word of mouth. You could knock on doors. You could have other people do that for you, but you're going to need some kind of money even just to have a lemonade stand. Now, of course, if you make a lot of money in the lemonade stand, you can expand and have more lemonade stands or more hours or whatever. As you earn money, you can grow, but you need seed money. And it could be credit, credit cards. I've had coaching clients take out um, home equity loans so that they could build this and then they pay it back with their monthly income as the business grows. I've had people borrow from family members. And often, and what I hope is that what a person is doing to support themselves right now, that they, being you, can start setting money aside. Or if you have a partner who is earning and you're not, having that family money be discussed and allowing some of the family money to go towards initial expenses, to go towards childcare, 
to go towards housekeeping to, um, and I'm going to make a list of things that you need, but uh, you need some form of support uh, if necessary. If someone has almost no support, even getting a job part-time or full-time at a fast food place and being careful to, um, you know, be economical, but saving and watching your spending. And that's a whole other, a whole other topic is being a good steward of what comes in, but you need to figure out a way that you're going to provide for the initial um, costs of starting up a photography business or growing past where you are. So what do we need initially when you're starting up a business? First of all, if it's a photography business, (laughs) you're going to need cameras. And I recommend that you have your main one and a backup. I also recommend that you, as soon as you can, get professional lenses to go with those cameras because the lens that comes with a a camera is often not very good. You're going to need education. Of course, coaching is education. Joining uh, and attending conferences like the Imaging Expo with the Professional Photographers of America or taking any classes, those are going to just keep growing your knowledge, which helps grow the business. You're going to need marketing money. And we're not going into what that is, but but to not and even taking time out of other work life where you could be earning money and marketing yourself, that costs you. If you hire somebody, now a lot of times people will be like, I can't afford to hire anybody. Well, when you do it right, you can't not afford to. Because uh, let's say on the average, someone that is going to be bringing in, what is it, six figures and the low six figures, their hourly earning rate might be two to $300 an hour. So if you free yourself from some of those things that are not earning you that kind of money by paying somebody $20, $25 an hour, you can see how you can quickly be in the plus side on that. Okay, number four, you're going to need sales tools. I highly recommend having a projector if you're doing any kind of people photography or even um, one of my friends sells fine art photography and she does in-person sales with that. She has a consultation and she brings her projector and helps them uh, decorate their home with her photographic art. So projector and a movie screen. And with that, you also need some kind of software. ProSelect is fantastic. Fundy also works well. You can do it in Lightroom and Bridge or the Photos program, but you'll need something. And you need software. Besides that, you're going to need, of course, to run a business Photoshop is recommended unless you're going to pay somebody to do all of that. But learning how to use Photoshop, I highly recommend. You need number six, of course, you need equipment like computers, laptops, 
phones, uh, hard drives, exterior hard drives, all the things that go with that. Uh, number seven, I've already mentioned assistance, housekeeper, childcare, some physical help, bookkeeper, all of that stuff. You need uh, memberships in like local, state, and national chapters of your national photography organization. There's business licenses that you need that cost some money. Uh, I'm sure there's more. Of course, you need food and you need clothes and you need a car and all of those all of those things. Um, you need a place to shoot so and to meet with clients. So you might set up a studio elsewhere. You might have it in your home. You might go to their home. You might shoot on location or you might shoot in studio. So you're going to need the equipment for that if you're going to do lighting and different things. Don't think that because you work out of your home that you have free rent uh, because you could like right now, because I'm mostly, I'm mostly coaching. And when I photograph, I photograph outdoors. And so I've gone from needing the space in my four bedroom house. Plus I used to rent the apartment above my garage as a camera room. So I closed that down and now it's a vacation rental in San Diego. So um, I have had a couple of people hear me on the podcast and book my apartment and we got to hang out and have lunch and be friends. So uh, I mean, I like right in the heart of, of downtown near the beach, near the zoo, near all the fun things. So anyway, a little, little side plug uh, brought to you by South Park Guesthouse, San Diego, California. Okay. So now I don't need the four rooms. I live alone. I need one where I can still meet with clients and where I can do my podcasting, but I could just do it in my living room and move to a two-bedroom house. I'm not going to do that because I love where I live, my cute little neighborhood near downtown, but it isn't necessarily free if you're setting up your business in your house because you need more space. So I'm sure there's other things um, oh, insurance, 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 you need liability insurance, you need equipment insurance. Now, if you join the Professional Photographers of America, they include equipment and some liability now in the dues. So that's awesome. Um, okay. So find money, set aside, save. Also, Let's say you feel like it's time for you to quit and go full-time. You need at least six months of money that will pay the bills in a bank account so that you can have peace of mind. Going from month to month to month, counting on paying bills is a way to create incredible anxiety and burnout. One of my clients hasn't quite figured out the balance and is working triple hard when there's lots of work to make up for the quiet times. And um, that 
is a formula for disaster if you're overworking because you can just get so tired of this and so overwhelmed that that you want to do anything but this you know sell your house live in a in a in a in a van and travel around or anything to get over the stress um I don't know if it made sense on any of that, but anyway, so, all right. So I have one suggestion on when money's coming in. So this is a little different topic, and I'm assuming you're going to get money coming in. So I recommend you have three business accounts. I have mine in a credit union, so they're just um, called shares. So share one is my checking account. Share two is my business savings account. Share three is my tax account. And when I get money, so let's say I get $1,000, I'm putting a third in each one of those accounts. So that way I always have the money to pay the income and sales tax sitting there and don't have that anxiety that, oh, I've got a lot of money. Oh, shoot, I need to send in $3,000. And now what I thought was a healthy checking account has been dwindled. So um, that gives you a lot of peace of mind. And then the checking is where I'm going to pay for lab bills, used to buy film, (laughs) developing, uh, things like that, that if I don't have a client, I don't put money into that because I won't need it. And then the middle one is that business savings account. And I have a target number in mind that I'm always trying to, to, to hit that and just keep that there. And then when I'm, and that's where your prudent reserve can come in, or you might have that in a separate account that's like a family savings for, um, you know, some of the ups and downs of all of our, all of our lives. Okay. So a checking for immediate needs. The savings is where, when it gets nice and healthy, if I think a new lens or a new, lighting equipment or something is going to be really helpful and bring money back my way and and I'm and you know I'm in the flow then that's where I will take money out to invest back into the business still on the topic of money one of the things that's important is for you to do your cost of running your business and I've found that if you assume that if you're you're um, charging what you need to to be profitable, on the average, most people keep about a third of the money that comes in. So paying taxes, paying your studio and all those other expenses, paying lab bills, framing, marketing, all those things. If we're doing it right, we'll have about a third left. So that means if you're bringing in $100,000, keep in mind, highly possible, you're act. Oh, I've got the hiccups. You're actually bringing in $35,000. That's, that's your draw or your draw and savings 
and so forth. So you can do a very detailed, itemized system and figure out all of your expenses. There's like like a paid opportunity to fill out a dozen pages on that with some. But if you just start with uh, with that, it it helps you. First of all, understand that you need to charge well to make a living at this. So that means if you think about, okay, I want to make $100,000 and I feel like I can have 100 clients. So if you want to earn $100,000, then you need to bring in 300000 per client on average. And that leaves a hundred thousand profit. Anyway, it, when you keep that in mind and you set the money aside and ground in reality, it's also very motivating to be like, "Oh, I want more, so I'm going to work harder and I'm going to learn how to sell better and I'm going to invest time." I have been a little bit surprised as a business coach that people that are super excited to and motivated um, often struggle with putting in the amount of time that would make all the dreams come true fast. Now, time, if it's not well spent, just like money, uh, isn't going to accomplish much if it's just busy work. You know, spending two days editing one photograph does not count as a wise use of time. Let's see. Let me I need to pause a sec because I had a thought I'm trying to squeeze out of my brain and it's being resistant. One sec. Okay, I figured it out. Because I kind of jumped to the person that wants to earn a hundred thousand dollars. There are oodles of people out there and it might be you. And if it is, I'm gonna give you a great big hug and ask you to kind of do a little um Shine some light on the reality of of what you might be doing and charging. So if you decide you're going to charge, let's say, under $500 and give a pile of, of files away, 100 files, $500. You want to remember that you're only keeping, what is it? 160,000 out of that. Is that the math of 500? Yeah. Anyway, you you will be getting paid under $200 for your time. Now, you're going to be spending time marketing, talking to clients, doing details, doing the shoot, editing, 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 because I find people, um, you know, if you're delivering that many you still want them all to be pretty good. And so you might put in 10 or 20 hours for one client. If you really think about everything that goes into running your business, not just that particular one client. So you might be getting paid 15 or $20 an hour. $500 seems like a nice chunk of change for a two hour shoot, but it's not a two hour session. And um, so how I, this is just a little uh, little bonus here, 
How I recommend figuring out your pricing is that you figure out how many clients you feel you can do in a year or in a month and then make that a year and how much income you want. So let's say you want 35,000 and you can do and want to do a hundred. So that'd be two clients a week. Then let's see, I'm trying to do simple math. So that means you need to bring in about a hundred thousand in your pocket before expenses. And so that means a thousand dollar average would cover that. Um, if you want more or if you want to work less, let's say you only want one client a week, then you need the average client to purchase 2000 and you want to keep your cost of business below 20%. If you're doing a session for $2,000, but you're spending 1200 on albums and canvases and things like that, that and labor, let's say someone else is editing for you, then you're actually losing money in that scenario. So that's what I have to say today. And I hope if you're listening to this in the fall that you're starting to get that um, thinking about winter and hunkering down and doing a lot of sessions right now and um, making plans for 2024. So anyway, I adore you, even if I haven't met you, just know that I am on your team. And um, again, lucydumascoaching.com. I'm available. If you want a 20-minute chat, you can just go there. And um, that's it for now. Bye. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.